Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Mr. Beacon podcast is sponsored by Williot. Scaling IoT with battery-free Bluetooth. Welcome to the Mr. Beacon podcast. I hope everyone is doing well in these challenging times. Looks like things are going to get better, which is great. Uh, and I am really looking forward to this next uh, conversation with uh, Tolsten uh, Volta, who's CEO of Inspify. Uh, Inspify specialize on uh, IoT in the luxury retail segment. Uh, which is a fascinating area. It's a, it's, a, it's a different beast to many of the other retail categories that we, uh, we talk about. So, uh, Torsten, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Steve. It's, it's a great pleasure to be here with you. It's, uh, I'm really looking forward to, to have this chat and uh, absolutely right. Yeah, IoT for luxury, it's a very interesting topic. So, tell us a bit uh, about uh, Inspify. What, what do you do? Okay, Inspify is uh, a customer experience platform as a service. So we are a Singapore-based tech com uh, company that is specialized in uh, luxury retail. And what we are doing, we build customer experiences for the luxury brands uh, in, the re in the boutique and also online virtually. So our, our, our key business is, is really telling the stories of the brand and the products of the brands in the most uh, easy way, seamless and most emotional way to a customer. And what kind of products do your customers sell in this luxury segment? Okay, uh, currently we are very, very strong in the luxury watches. So we work with a lot of uh, watch brands uh, like uh, uh, Jaeger Lecoultre, IWC, Chopin. Uh, so uh, our current focus is uh, on the jewelry watch business, right? We have also on the, on the fashion side with, with Max Mara. So, but uh, most of our customer come really from the jewelry watch business. And I am interested in how you join the online uh, with the in-store. I, I assume a lot of your customers' business is now online given the COVID situation. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting, right? The the, the initial uh, start from Inspify was really uh, empowering the salesperson in the boutique through technology. Because if you see the last 20, 25 years, the evolution of luxury boutiques have not been a great step forward in technology. Maybe they have a static screen in the boutique, 
but uh, the, all the power was to the salesperson on the shop floor because the luxury brands think the salesperson itself has enough skills to uh, uh, advise the customer for the right products and explain the products in the most emotional way, right? So uh, this has, uh, with COVID-19, it's very interesting. It has changed dramatically because our complete tool suite was not only retail, was also we built virtually boutiques. So what we are doing, we uh, replicate physical boutiques, build a virtual uh, uh, model from this, and customer can now walk through the virtual boutique like they are in the, in the shop floor. Plus, a salesperson can connect live with a customer online in the virtual boutique, and both can now make a selling or a shopping experience as they were physical. And this was very interesting when COVID came. We had a lot of, a lot of lockdowns, right, in, in Singapore, UK, and, and around the world. And this was one element where luxury brands could uh, provide the personal service to customer, like in a boutique. It's not like a website. If you go to the website, maybe you have a, a chat, a text chat, but luxury is all about putting product in the right context, right? In the right context with a, with, with a, a environment that looks like a boutique, with elements that you can really walk through the boutique, you can zoom into the products, the client advisor can live, you see him, you can see his emotion, you can talk with him, can explain about the specification of a watch, the movement, how it is manufactured, you show videos about the manufacturing process, so you could have a really boutique experience online at the sofa of the customer's home. And this was very interesting. If you see the future of retail, the physical boutique will stay for the future, 100% sure, right? Because nothing is more interesting to go to a boutique. But I believe between the physical boutique and the e-commerce side where luxury boutiques going or luxury brands going also more and more, they, they, they are new in this business, but they're going more, will be an element which is called, I call it virtual selling, right? It's really a, a place where you can meet the customer, you can see him, you can show him the products and have a, a high quality client conversation or the clienteling. And this is something which comes new and fits exactly in the new way of retail. This is amazing, fascinating. So uh, so you're not having to pop off onto some irritating uh, Skype or Zoom uh, or whatever call. It's, it's all built. Presumably, this is part of a web experience. Exactly. Uh, the nice thing is you don't have to install anything. Everything is web-based. It can be easily integrated in social media like Instagram. You so make an Instagram campaign where you promote the product. The, the customer user clicks an Instagram on the product. He comes to the virtual boutique, like in the physical boutique in front of a lounge. He can then say, I want to decide by myself. I want to go alone. He can click a button and then live comes a, a salesperson, connects them live with him. Everything back-based. I have, what we have done, we have merged Zoom with remote selling capabilities and the virtual experience, which is, is the, is a new way of remote selling from a, from a brand perspective and from a service perspective from a customer. I don't have to go to the boutique because maybe I'm a little bit worried about COVID. Maybe it's raining or maybe I'm busy. But with this, I, I can have a service that is on par with the, the physical boutique. And that's the nice thing uh, about this virtual experience that we uh, uh, do together with our luxury brand partners. Uh, and what stage have you got to with engineering this and, and deploying it? Is it live now? Yeah, yeah we, we are live in, uh, already with IWC, Piaget, 
Jägerlikutre in Australia, China, Singapore, Dubai. So we are around the world already. We have deployed this around the world. And, you know, one of the biggest problems with Zoom meetings and Skype is the quality when you share product information or videos on the other side is very bad because you make remote desktop sharing. Our technology is built up like an online video game. So everybody who is part of the sessions will see the assets in perfect quality. And the nice thing is if I'm a client advisor on my laptop and my customers sits in a taxi with a mobile phone, the whole experience, the virtual experience is tailored to his phone. Also, if the sales advisor is with his desktop and this makes a difference in luxury, it's all about quality, right? If I share now a video about the manufacturing process of a case of a $50,000 watch, it must be in a perfect quality because why? I want to transfer, transport the emotions of this product, right? The craftsmanship, the high quality, right? And if I have on the other side a lacking video or any other things, the emotion get disconnected, right? So our technology helps the luxury brands to connect with a customer that is at home in a high quality and in a personalized way. This is very challenging you're bringing it's a bit like uh, uh it's a bit like your uh, past career when you were a goalie uh you know you uh um, playing in professional uh, football people have to listen to the segment at the end to, to get this uh, context but um basically if anything goes wrong then you kind of get the blame and you're you're having to uh you're having to pull together many many different uh uh, things some of the things you don't really control like you know bandwidth and connectivity and all these technical components so that's super challenging um you know how did you do this are, are you do you have a big development staff or do you outsource it uh, tell us a bit about how you created what you've created because it sounds very difficult so i was part or uh, i was working for a, a global swiss bank and we have uh, start building a, a digital private banking platform, right? And one of the, the components of the private banking platform was uh, collaboration, right? How I can talk with my customer that is a wealthy customer around the world and have a personal relationship. So me, my co-founder, my co-founder, my head of front-end development and I, we have part of this. So we, we got a lot of experience, what we do, how we do it. And this was for us very important when we build up our our remote selling tool because we could bring in the experience from uh, video conferencing, the co experience from bringing CRM data in this cockpit and bringing the experience of shopping because we come from luxury retail. So we combine video conferencing with live CRM data with shopping experience in one cockpit that is very easy to use because it's web-based. Nobody has to install something. The customer do not have to install something. He do not have to type in. He gets a link, he can do it on WhatsApp, WeChat or whatever. It's very easy, very simple. And uh, the, the experience is, is, uh, is amazing. Very cool. Uh, and so do you outsource your development? Uh, uh, we have uh, a concept of our key people are part of, uh, of the Inspify team, right? But we have very, very strong contractors around the world where we work long together. Uh, it has a reason because, you know, with our virtual experience, we need sometimes FX guys that make special effects inside a virtual space. Then we have people from Hollywood that make movies. Then we have uh, special people that can make the 360 renderings. They render virtual worlds, right? So we have specialists around the world that we use then based on the project. 
because every brand is individual, has their own brand identity. So we must tailor the experience to them. But the core is at the end, I have an amazing co-founder, right? He is the master of DevOps automation. And, uh, but we, I'm a friend of a small Navy SEAL team, yeah? strong sim, uh, people that are able to make a difference and then augment exactly this team with the right resources or right uh, uh, contract to teams to, to really uh, make it uh, amazing, the experience. That is uh, really interesting. So uh, one of the things I was wondering uh, when I was thinking about our conversation beforehand is how um, retailers in this space differ from uh, how should I say it? You know, if, if you look at the, some of the largest retailers in the world, the, they deal in the grocery business, the margins are razor thin. Um, and so they're very challenging to work with because they, part of their value add is squeezing every last penny out of their suppliers. Is that also true in the luxury segment? Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure no one's sort of throwing money at you, but uh, I'm assuming that uh, are they willing to spend money on achieving these experiences? It's, it's not just uh, doors on trestle tables and uh, driving down to the last penny. Um, I think it's, uh, it's also challenging, right? Also, also my brand partners must make a profit, right? Uh, you not sell every day uh, 1000 watches, right? This is it's not like this. And if you see their physical boutique space is very expensive, right? So the technology part, as I say, was in the past uh, secondary, but now uh, uh, it's because of COVID, because they have to transform in a new way of retail. Um, there are now uh, changes in, in their, their whole strategy where investments are there, right? But it's not like this, that uh, uh, you, you get now a bunch of money and uh, you don't have to think about this is also, uh, you know, I was in banking, I was in stealing, I was, as I say, with uh, with Blackhawk, uh, I have different industry. I've seen different industry and it's, it's, it's everywhere is the same, right? It's the most important is that you are fast, that you deliver good quality and, uh, uh, the brand partners, uh, respect that you are fast and deliver good quality. And, uh, it it costs money because you have a team, you have technology, you have global services. Um, but it's not like that you get now uh, huge, huge, huge uh, money for, for, for small work, right? Uh, I think uh, luxury business is more like professional football playing, right? You, you, the, you must be really exceptional to, to, to get their traction um, because yes. they have high expectation, no, no failure, right? The, 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 the quality right. must be very, very high because they have a brand built over hundreds of years, right? If something goes wrong, it, it's, a, it's a brand equity, which uh, has potentially then uh, issues. So there, there's a lot of expectation on you. Uh, and this is something you, you must manage, right? Well answered. Uh, and so you, you, you mentioned steel, and I, I should uh, clarify, you meant US steel as opposed to steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had some touch point with US steel. This was, uh, was a very amazing experience. I, I'm still impressed, right, to learn how steel is made, like the, uh, from, ah. the, from the skyscraper, right, and uh, from a technology side on all tech computers and all this stuff. So it was, uh, for me, was always uh, important then transforming organization from the old world in the new one, right? From tech to the right. web technologies. And so 
and this was a spin that uh, was 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 very interesting. <laughs> but it's so, so. What is your right? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, so, what's your pricing model? Just to finish off the kind of the commercial side, and then I'd like to get to talk about the in-store experience. But um, uh, I, uh, pricing is a really challenging thing. I'm, I'm uh, fascinated to hear how you've approached it. So we have a monthly subscription model, right, where uh, we uh, uh, invoice the, the brand based on the service we offer, right? If a virtual boutique costs uh, amount X, then uh, in-store experience costs uh, monthly another amount. So we, we go with this. We, we try to help the brand with uh, very low setup costs, right? Because in this time, investments are very difficult to 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 get and uh, we want to have as soon as possible value for the brand. So we, we are in a subscription, we are a software as a service model with a monthly subscription fee based on the products uh, our customer decides to use. Okay, very good. Um, let's talk a bit about the in-store experience. So uh, what's been happening given that people aren't going into stores, has that been good or bad for the work that you do in reimagining the in-store experience. Very interesting because we offer for virtual and in-store experience. But if you look to China, for example, the China luxury business is like it was before, right? Uh, the, 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 the boutiques are full. Uh, the, uh, the Chinese consumer is, is traveling around in China, right? Uh, most have uh, no mask anymore. So the, the interesting part is in China, the luxury business is back to, to nearly normal. And it helps also my luxury brand partners to cover a little bit the losses that they have in the other side of the world. And uh, this is a good thing also for me that I'm in Singapore. I'm very near to China. I, I see the, the Chinese consumer, very tech survey, very advanced, uh, is used to, if he goes to a boutique, very digitized boutique experiences. And there we have uh, uh, currently very nice uh, uh, products running where with our beacons or Inspify mirables, where Chinese consumer can interact now digitally with the products in the boutique and get all the latest about uh, the information and the storytelling, right? Because one of our key business, uh, Steve, is we are a tech company, but what we are doing, we create and research the product stories for our brand partners. And then with our pool of stories, we present to the customer in the right moment, to the right channel, into the right person, this story. So if I'm looking now for the black Seratanium watch, I have the specification, yeah, but I get this everywhere. But now we start infusing all the stories to exactly this watch. So I have teams in China, Philippines, and Indonesia. They do the whole day, nothing else than research from stories. So there's the research the stories, they tech the stories with the right product. They watch all the videos, identify the products, give metadata, and then we are able at the end to show the right product in the right moment. And this is something, especially for China, if you think about these guys, right? They have always the phone in the hand. They always share, they go to a boutique. They can now virtually explore the, the physical boutique, stand in front of the watch, take the watch on their WeChat, share it with three friends, three friends share it with six friends. And then the snowball is going on. And so you as a brand have not, you know, a complete new marketing channel that you not have before. So we, you give the brand a marketing channel in their boutique to communicate the branded product stories directly to the consumer with our IoT technology. So in the luxury segment, you, I, I can dial in, uh, I, I can have this connection and then I can um, include my friends in the conversation. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. 
So you have kind of influencer marketing. I always thought of influencer marketing as teenage girls on Instagram, but it's actually uh, rich, uh, rich executives who are looking at, uh, at expensive watches as well. Yeah, a good example is, think about this, 45-year-old Chinese person goes to a luxury boutique, can be Chopa, IWC, Diego Le Coutre, or he likes this watch. And what we do normally, I want to ask my friend what you think, right? How you do it before, you go there, you make a picture, you send a picture to a friend, right? Today with Inspify, you only take your WeChat and stand nearby this watch. Automatically, the watch comes on your phone and I can easily share this watch. But on top of only the sharing the watch, the, the really the information of the watch, I see the story about the rock who has maybe this watch on his wrist last week on the red carpet event, right? So I can share this story to my friend too and say, hey, I want this watch to take a look. The Rock has last week won this, this watch, right? What do you think? And the friend, then the, the conversation starts. From one boutique visit, I start a communication with somebody else outside the boutique, and then maybe two other friends join this conversation on the WeChat channel, for example. And this is something where we make offline to online, right? So we, we bring the experience from a physical boutique experience from the watch to the online world, very easy, seamless. The customer do not have to do anything. Seamless sharing, conversation with the, with friends and coming back. And maybe the friend is buying then online with through WeChat exactly this watch in the boutique, right? And this is where the, the, the unified experience comes more and more, right? Online, offline, people talk about omni, uh, omni channel. I say mono channel, right? This is one phone. I'm in the boutique. I'm at home. I'm with a software at my friend. It's mono channel. So, so talk to me a bit more about the technology that you deploy in the store. So it, you, um, my son was asking me about selling and uh, he wants to start his own business. And he was kind of trying to pick my brains about how do you sell? And I was trying to think about it. And I'm, I'm like, well, a lot of it's about storytelling. You know, you, you, know, you need to uh, uh, capture people's imagination and uh, they need to learn a story that they can then tell their friends or their boss to justify their decision. And uh, I guess that's part of what you're doing. How do you feed these stories to the, um, the consultants, the, I don't know whether you call them shop assistants, but the people that are working in the, in the stores? So we have two technologies that we rolled out in, in the boutiques. We have special iPads. They have uh, on one side uh, access to the product catalog. And because we have all the stories uh, created and, and ready, so he selects a product, he clicks on the product, and instantly we have all the stories related to his product accessible, right? And the nice thing is, if you think with our Inspify uh, Nearables, these are... Uh, these kind of devices here, we have, uh, I think, the smallest in the world. They are 22 millimeters uh, beacons. They are attached to the timepieces, right? So the sales associate or the sales advisor can now walk with a customer through the boutique with his iPad in the hand. And where he stands, automatically, the timepieces are on his iPad. So he not have to search. So if he stands in front of these three watches, he has it on his iPad. He moves three meters to the left. He has the other two watches in front in the glass vitrine or glass display. He has it on the iPad and then he can use exactly because we automatically find for him the product digitally on his iPad. We have the stories for the products now. Now we can exactly infuse exactly these emotional videos. If you go, for example, to a brand like uh, Roche du they have uh, Pirelli watches where the strap is uh, Formula One tire. 
you can then easily say, customer, have a look. This strap of the watch here is a winning tire of a Formula One race. Maybe Hamilton at Monaco has won this race and you can have it on your wrist. You know, this is a very, very strong emotional connection, right? This is different than you say, oh, this is a watch. It costs X amount and it looks nice. And this is what we are doing. We help sales advisor to have direct access to stories that they can use as part of the selling ceremony, right? As part of talking with the customer to create this emotional connection. Plus, the customer can self-discover in the boutique all these stories. And this is what we are doing with our technology. And so you've created a Bluetooth speaker and a Bluetooth tag uh, to go on all of these assets in the store? Yes. Very good. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, and uh, so we've actually brought it back to back to Bluetooth. That's uh, <laughs> that's, that's excellent. Um, well, I, I, we could talk about this all day. Uh, unfortunately, we're running uh, short on time, but uh, any last uh, components that you think we should uh, cover uh, in terms of the, the, the technology stack that enables this uh, storytelling in the stores or have we, uh, have we got the key things? No, no, the, the latest uh, what we have uh, uh, now released in the boutiques is our digital interactive displays, right? Because if you know... Yes, of course. You have these nice uh, product showcases, right? And what we are now doing newly is we integrate interactive displays, sm uh, long, small displays that are nicely seamless integrated in the boutique design. And now it's very interesting experience, right? I can have a, a watch in front of me. I can see it. I can, can feel it. And for example, instantly, I not get only information. I can now design my watch in front of the the real one so a different strap different buckle so the customization part and this is something which is very interesting because we go more in a personalized customization way it takes long time to remove the strap put a new strap in and now a customer yes. has then access and what is very important is the customer can take his phone scan the qr code and can continue his experience at home right he can maybe the the customization he did in the boutique now with this special watch he's maybe he don't know because the user journey is not simple. I not go in and buy a watch, right? In, in the watch business, jewelry business, not like this. There are multiple touch points. 
And in, in, in our, our cases, I go to the boutique, I customize maybe my watch, I take my phone, scan the QR code, I have now everything on my phone, I go home, I can order online or I can go uh, again to the boutique. So the online offline experiences with Inspify seamless integrated, right? And we, we always help the customer to come back to the brand and the brand him coming back to the, to the customer, right? Excellent. Uh, uh, Torsten, I'm so uh, glad our paths cross. This is a really uh, fascinating world that you uh, live in. And my hope is that uh, some of these innovations will trickle down from the luxury space to the other space. And so uh, maybe the shopping experiences for all of us will uh, improve a little bit as you uh, uh, innovate in this uh, in this luxury space that you uh, that you live in. So. Uh, Thanks very much for spending time with us. Thanks, Steve. It was, was a great pleasure. Always uh, nice talking with you, Steve. Thank you so much. Thorsten, where are you at the moment? Uh, I'm at the moment in Singapore. Uh, I'm, uh, we are based in Singapore. I just came back from Switzerland. Um, I, I have experienced... Uh, the new time of COVID-19, right? When you come back to Singapore from outside, you have to stay two weeks into the hotel. And it's it's a very interesting experience because you cannot go out, right? You you arrive at the airport, you will be transferred to a hotel. You don't know where you come. You stay two weeks in the hotel. You cannot leave the room. You cannot open the window. There's no balcony. And uh, it's it's a very interesting experience to to go through this. <laughs> So do they know that you're in quarantine or do you just check in and uh, start ordering a lot of room service? <laughs> no, Singapore government has made there an, an, an amazing process. So everything is planned. Everything is, is, is uh, structured. You get three times a day food. But uh, I must say, uh, I more order the food from Deliveroo and all the other brands every day. <laughs> because for me as a European in, 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 in Singapore, when you get the three times a day, the, the Chinese food, it's, it's sometimes uh, you want to have something special, right? And the good thing in the current time, right? 20 years ago, we would have problems. Today, you go online, you order, and it will be delivered within 20 minutes. It's incredible, isn't it? Um, so you uh, travel around the world uh, very much in keeping with your your luxury brand focus, you seem to have a jet setting uh, life cycle, but this, this moving around the world is not new. You seem to have traveled a lot. You've been uh, uh, in Scandinavia, you've been in uh, the US, you've been, I think you did your MBA in Liverpool. Why, why do you, th what do you attribute this globe trotting to? Where, where did you actually grow up? Okay, uh, I'm German, you know, I'm native German, <laughs> born in Stuttgart, yeah. right, uh, in the south of Germany, where all the nice cars come from, right? But uh, uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting, right? Uh, my, I'm since the, the last 20 years not living in Germany, right? Uh, I did a lot in, in Switzerland, uh, in, in Singapore, in France, in, in the States. And uh, uh, I came around, so, so traveling around is, is one of my... Uh, normal habits that I'm used to. Uh, I have also not a, a normal uh, career path, right? So I, I grown up uh, very young with all the brother here, the own technology company. Uh, so I, I started to building networks, uh, mainframe computer, coding different languages. Uh, and then uh, I had a, a, a spike. I was a professional football player for some years, right? <laughs> so I played then uh, in the German first league and in the France first and second league. So 
I, I come from this side, but I always, I'm a technology guy. I, I love to build things. I, I love to create uh, uh, new things, help uh, help people through technology to, to make life easier. And so uh, I came back then to, to shopping retail and, and luxury retail, right? <laughs> I, uh, I worked with uh, a professional rugby player once years ago, and he was an excellent sales guy, and he was an excellent manager. And uh, I think, uh, well, A, people love talking to him about his professional career, so that probably helped from the sales side. Uh, and then, you know, you have these team dynamics when you're playing at the highest level that seem to translate to the other contexts. Have you found the same thing for, for you? Yeah, it's a very interesting question because when I stopped playing, right, I, I started my first uh, startup, right, building SAP consulting services. And the first 10 years, I nearly not talked about my professional career as a football player, right? Because I was thinking it's maybe uh, blocking me or, or the other opposite uh, when I talk. Uh, they don't, they, they think I, I want to uh, shine what I did in professional. But if we, if we really slice it down to building a company, uh, build, uh, going through a different uh, path as an entrepreneur, the professional football, in my case, or professional sport is very helpful because you learn one thing. You have a target, you have a goal, you work very hard, you are focused, you must have a team, right? Because alone you cannot do it. It's, it's uh, building a team, having different roles in the team, and and uh, working together to to get the things done and to be successful. So and this this helped me uh, very much in my 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 phase uh, when when I built the company, right? So when you look back on your career on the pitch and off the the, the pitch, how do you compare the two? It must be. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, well, what position did you play? Uh, were you a forward or? A... No, I was a goalkeeper, right? <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. I was I was uh, a goalkeeper. It was very funny, right? I had two older brothers, right, uh, seven and nine years older. So in my time in Germany, there was no PlayStation or anything else. So what you do, uh, if you have over school or weekends, you go out and play football. So my older brothers they took me always to play football, and I was the youngest, so I have to be in the goal, right? And because I always played with older guys. So I, I, I get very good uh, very fast. This was uh, very interesting. And, uh, but uh, football was never my love. It's, it's very important. There's a lot of people, they want to be professional football player. For me, it was never my love. It was never my passion. I was good. It was, it was a fun time. I learned a lot. I saw the world, right? I traveled to Tokyo and all this stuff. But uh, this was also a very important element. Uh, I played in Toulouse uh, with uh, TFSA, First League France. We get uh, demoted to the fifth league. And for me, it was then very easy to step out of my professional career, which is an artificial bubble. We must really say this, right? You have a lot of uh, media presence, TV, and all this stuff. It, it's not a real life. So for me, it was very easy to come out of this professional career and going back to my technology background. And uh, starting what I love for me is I love technology, right? I, as I say, I love to build things. I love to see how others use it. And it was a nice uh, uh, phase in my life. I learned a lot, uh, especially, you know, I start playing football very young, where I get uh, the characteristic to be successful, to work hard. Nothing is giving you for free something. Uh? You, you must be the best. Uh? Nobody is at the end looking for the second place. 
but uh, then the, the step out was was also for me then good coming back to my technology background, building a company and and try, uh, helping then uh, my customers to to be successful. I'm very tempted to just talk about your career as uh, as a goalie, but I don't don't want to do that too much. Other than I just one last question. It's got to be super stressful, right? I mean, uh, it's not like you can go and score five goals. You, you know, it seems like what you're trying to do is avoid failure. You're you're trying to uh, stop negative things happening, uh, or, or is it? Or do you, did you get a lot of credit when there was like an amazing shot against you and you caught it? Then I guess you're the hero at that point. People recognise you did something hard. You know, the goalkeeper position is a very interesting position because the game is 90 minutes, right? You can be the most amazing guy for 89 minutes. In the last minute, something happened and you are the bad guy, right? As a striker, you can not move the whole 90 minutes. In the last minute, you put your head in the ball and it's 1-0. You win the game. He's a hero, right? But as a goalkeeper, it's you are alone. You play in a team at the end, but you are alone. You're the last line of defense, and you must fix the the the, the issues, the the problems uh, at the end your team have, right? And there's a lot of pressure, mental pressure. And uh, I come because of you know, it's it's not easy to go in a stadium with sixty thousand people, right? So uh, it was for me then also a point where I really fast come to meditation to handle this pressure, right? Because you have 90 minutes, potentially, you have 90% of the time, nothing to do. But you must be mentally always sharp and ready to go into the situation. And you cannot do something wrong. Because if you do something wrong, it's a goal for the, for, for the other side, right? So it's, it's mentally very uh, energy consuming. And uh, I'm really happy that I came very fast to the, the meditation. That helps me also now in my, my business now. Because you know it, if you build a company... Um, and you have uh, a lot of pressure uh, to calm down and come to a point where you focus on results, right? This is a very, very important element that you have this focus, that you have this calmness in the biggest storm that you calm. And I, I have learned this from my uh, football career that uh, ended then as a professional football player in different leagues in Europe. That's fascinating. I never really thought about it before, but in some ways it's not really the center forward uh, it's really the goalie where the buck stops there. You know, if the team's dysfunctional, then that's where the implications are in your net. And uh, uh, very interesting. So this meditation thing, what uh, what approach do you use? Because I, I, I actually use meditation as well. I, I for the same reasons. I think it's uh, uh, so. What uh, approach do you use to meditation? So it's it's a it's a very good question. How can I translate this in English? It's autogenic training, right? It's a methodology where you lay down, you make your body heavy, you make your body warm. These you have different uh, statements, the sentences that you uh, go through, and then you have uh, five blocks of uh, other uh, text statements that you self. It's like coding your brain for what you want to do or how you want to be, right? And uh, I do this at the end every day in the morning when I wake up before I go to the office. Uh, I do my sport and then I do my, my 20 minutes meditation to really be uh, uh, kickstart the day and be ready for the day. Yeah, because your mood 
really impacts your success. But the mood's like the iceberg, isn't it? Most of it's underwater. You don't really know what's driving it. You just have, you can maybe push it along with the, the bit that's above the water. And uh, it's, it's a fascinating thing. Very good. Um, last, well, two last things um, I wanted to talk to you about. So uh, what, you worked at Blackhawk, uh, right? Can you tell us who are Blackhawk? I'm just interested because it seems like this, uh, this might be a useful way of learning more about retail and, uh, and so forth. Was, what was your experience like there? Did you, what did you learn there? Yeah, for, for Blackhawk, I did the, the following, you know, this was a time where model-driven architecture uh, development was very, very hot, right? Uh, where you model your domain model out of automatic code generators, you then generate your code in your software application, right? And uh, in this time, uh, um, I was uh, running my consulting company, so I helped Blackhawk to to build different applications. This was then gift card and processing and such thing. Uh, with this, they're the biggest. I think the biggest gift card, or one of the biggest gift card companies, right? Was so. was for me a, a very amazing experience. I, I love to be in San Francisco, right? This is uh, always when I came from from Germany. I arrived there, go over the Bay Bridge and go to to Pleasanton was was very, very, very great for me. And, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, this is, was one of my, 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 my stations that I had. Uh, I also did in, in Toronto and, and other locations, but Blackhawk was for me, my first touch point to retail, uh, really. Sure. We all know retail because we go all shopping. And <laughs> if you see, you know, as a professional football player, luxury, it's also very near, right? So it, uh, I, I, I loved always shopping especially in the in the 90s when I came first to the States, right? The big malls and, and it was always very impressive, right? So in my holidays, when I spent in, in, in Florida where my brother lived, right? Now he's in Texas. Um, I loved always to go to the big shopping malls, uh, go through the different uh, uh, stores and, and see what's there. And, and I'm always a person I look to optimize, right? This is somehow of my nature. I, I see things. And uh, this is also a reason why I came then to to build Inspify, right? Was was really helping the the, the retail to 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 be better uh, salesperson or to help the, the re a salesperson on the shop floor to know more about the products, to to highly personalize, uh, uh, help the customer in, in in the boutique, and be a brand ambassador and product ambassador, right? This is what you want, right? Otherwise, you go fully online. And you have nobody who can explain it, right? I go to a boutique, a luxury boutique, because there's somebody who can consult me, who understand what are my needs, who understand what I want, what I'm looking for. Is this a gift for my wife or is this something for me? And these are the personal elements, which uh, I think is also for the future very, very important, right? The physical retail, I think, will not die because we are humans. We like to talk with people. We, we like to interact. And uh, to having a, a, a sales pro, a professional sales advisor there who can uh, uh, walk with me through the, the the boutique and show me the products, understand me, and show and help me to 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 find what I'm looking for, it's it's a very very important element in the future of retail. Are gift cards used in luxury retail? I was just trying to think how how directly relevant that was, but uh... no, a gift. Yeah, gift cards will be used, but you know, a $20 gift card, if you buy a, 
a fifty thousand dollar watch, it's it's not a big impact, right? <laughs> I imagine maybe you give someone a thousand dollar gift card or something, but uh, uh, I, I, so, so they do. You go into uh, Cartier and you can actually use gift cards, or is it sort of these uh, essentially using the credit card rails for for for? And normally the the wife is going with the husband and they use the black gift card, right? Where the husband has to sign. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Well, very good. So um, I almost forgot to ask you about the music. So uh, you uh, you came up with uh, a couple of songs, not two, not three, but you came up with two songs you'd take on a trip to Mars. Yeah, for me, uh, uh, it's, it's clear Depeche Mode 101 Life is, is one very, very important uh, um music for me right uh, it uh it's why is the question now right <laughs> yes it's uh, you know uh, as i explained as a professional football player you go mostly with the bus to the stadium right and then you for me was this music always i had this before the game to come into the the right mood to be ready for the game. And, and if you, you know Depeche Mode, I'm sure we, we are on the same age, right? I love Depeche Mode, yeah. they. I went to college when they just had their first uh, hits and uh, actually took my young son to a concert years ago. He was he was too young, really. Uh, he fell asleep in the, in the middle of the concert, but everyone else was wearing like black leather and there's me with my Hawaiian shirt and I have this, uh, uh, Ten-year-old who just loved it before he fell asleep, but uh, I, I, I thought it was so cool. They uh, just got admitted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, I think uh, this week. Uh, so uh, yeah, this is I, I, I still get goosebumps if I, I hear these sounds, right? Because you have the first nine, ten tracks, right? And this is exactly the time you see the the the, the feelings come up, right? This is one hour, two hours before the game, and then you have this music. And if I listen today also to this music, it's it's really transforming me back in this time, right? My emotions is so uh, tight with these songs because you have a lot of emotions uh, connected to there, and uh, I love it still, and uh, I cannot stop hear it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's for me one thing that has to be with me. Uh, it's it's a little bit sounds a bit like meditation. It's kind of a way of uh, helping to engineer your mental state uh, for to deal with what you've got to deal with. Let's say it this way, you know, it's the opposite of med meditation, right? Meditation is for me uh, was I did also meditation before the game, right? But the music was uh, more, you know, in a game you must be sharp, you must have uh, uh, aggressiveness, right? Because and this music brought me in this sharp, aggressive, but not e evil, right? This is so positive aggressiveness. And the music, you know, the futuristic things and the, the, the different elements uh, have really transformed me in this uh, state where I could be perform, right? Very good. Okay, Depeche Mode. And what was your other choice? It's very interesting. It's a Bali spa and Gamelan. It's a, you know, I love Bali, right? I'm in Singapore. Normally I go two, three times a year to Bali, right? My wife comes from Indonesia, right? She, she, she has been in Bali and this is a music. It, it's, it's amazing, right? You, you have this in the morning. It's plays. It, it, I believe that music can, can control your mood and can, can bring you to the, the right level to, to start the day, right? And this is something for me. Uh, very calming. Also, if it's fully a totally stressed situation, you you listen to this music, you calm down, 
and you come back to a state where you can focus and um, push a lot of pressure away and, and can be the, the normal person, right? Wonderful. Very good. Well, uh, Thorsten, uh, thanks so much for, for sharing this with us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.